What's up, everyone? This is the Building and Empowering People's Podcast, and I'm your host, Victor Thomas and... Simmons Jr. And we, like we said, we just come and talk about life, to encourage, to inspire, to motivate, educate, whatever it is it may be. Um, so I wanted to start the podcast off a bit different this time. And, uh, you know, a topic that that people probably think about all the time is something that, that's pretty normal and common and it's funny as well. So the other day as I was driving, I want to say Saturday, as I was driving, right? And I live out here in like the country now. So it's like, when I say country, I mean like country. Like I'm seeing like type of curvy roads and all these wood, wooded areas and all these cornfields and stuff. Like I've seen this stuff, but not to this extent, like a whole bunch of it. I'm like, man, like at times you'd be like, where am I at? You know, but so I was happening to drive, driving and I happened to see a road and I looked over and the road said Possum Trail. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like I'm in an area that's so country, they named the road Possum Trail. And I'm thinking in my head, like, so now that I see the name Possum Trail, right, I'm looking and I'm like, so was it a specific reason that they named this possum trail? Like, was it a whole bunch of possums on this road? And then they just decided to say, oh, we're going to name this possum trail because, you know, it was a whole bunch of possums. We, we've cleared them out a bit now, but we're going to give them the recognition that they deserve. And we're going to name this possum trail. And also when I looked at it, I'm like, there's no way I would ever go down that road. If someone <laughs> told me they lived on possum trail, like they, they might as well not invite me because I'm not going. Like, that just is crazy. Like, oh, I live on Possum Trail. What you doing living on Possum Trail? You got possums? I mean, y'all yeah. friends or something? What's going on? <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm just saying, that was the craziest thing. And I was like, man, as soon as I see it, I was like, man, I can't wait to take this to the podcast and tell people about Possum Trail. So, country, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, right? I'm pretty sure you don't seen a road or like a, a city or a town or something like that that had one of the craziest names and you just like, where'd that come from? I would never go down that road in my life, bro. Never. Because <laughs> that's just that's just like, first of all, that's just country as hey. And second of all, that's just like, I don't know, bro. Like, I, <laughs> I couldn't do it, bro. Crazy. Possum trail. I was like, what? Like, I was like, as I was driving, bro, the whole time trying to figure out, like, why would they name this road this? Like, that doesn't seem like, you know, a place where people want to live or move. Like, just imagine them building houses on Possum Trail and they tell you, like, we got this gorgeous estate that's right here on Possum Trail. You're like, wait a minute. Thanks, what was the last part you just said? The Possum, Possum Trail. trail? No, never mind. Find me another road because this ain't going to work. Straight deep in country, bro. I swear. <laughs> bro, I'm pretty sure on Possum Trail, they be like cooking possum and all that. So, <laughs> For real? That's what they be doing, bro. I'm telling you. Possum soup. <laughs> I was like, man, somebody, you know, I've heard of this stuff before. But then, you know, I always like make jokes of it with people. But I think it's been like one or two people that I talked to. It was like, you ain't never had possum stew? I'm like, no. And I don't think I plan on doing it either. Like, That's what I'm saying. 
And I feel like they were serious too, because I, I had a couple people tell me that too. And I thought they were joking, but like hearing more people joke about it, I was like, bro, that, that, that is like, well, that's like some backwoods stuff, man. People talking about they eat raccoon, talking about you ain't never had no coon. Like, no. Like, what's, what's wrong with you? People eat anything, though, man. Like, you know, in New Orleans, they eat alligator and all that type of stuff, bro. It's, I don't know. Like, never catch me. No one to judge it or to be like, no, nah, it just ain't for me. For real. <laughs> that's, that's a bit too much. <laughs> but, but, man, I thought that that would be a good one to bring. And I, I know, you know, people uh, think about this and be like, yeah, man, I was thinking about that the other day. Or I seen that same thing. Or I seen something similar to it. But yeah, man, let's let's get into the next one, man. Areas that are going well versus areas that aren't going well. You know, so so the the way that you see that uh when it comes to like either your life or person's life and how they choose to see those two areas, you know, within their lives, things that are going well, things that aren't going well, or areas or things, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, man. So I feel like, I feel like a lot of us were too, I wouldn't want to say too blind, but I guess too focused on the areas that we're doing so well in and so good in, you know what I'm saying? But then the more that we pay attention to those areas and I'm saying there's nothing to pay, there's nothing wrong with paying attention with those areas, but it's just like, the more you pay attention to all those areas, you have so many other parts that you need work on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like working out to where it's just like you can work on chest like all day and your chest might be so good but then like you have other areas in your bodies that need work on like legs and arms and all that different stuff and I feel like that's the same like I feel like we're just too focused on what we're good at and not saying to stop but you see keep on staying persistent at it but the more like it has to be some type of balance you know what I'm saying because we're always going to need some type of growth and always need some type of fixing and without a fix you know what I'm saying like we will never, like, the more that we don't pay attention to the areas that needs to be fixed is going to be years and years to where, like, man, like, I could have fixed this back then, but I was just so focused on this, and, like, I didn't even attend to this. So I feel like it, it, it comes to where, like, it's a balance. Like, pay attention to the areas that you're good at, but also the areas that you're bad at, you know? And I, I had to start to learn this throughout my life, and, and, and it seemed like, you know, like, I was feel like I was growing, and, and I was, you know? growing and what I was good at, but there were so many other areas that needed to be attended to. And I felt myself like, you know, like I need to really become stronger in these different things. So now it's more in lines. I'm trying to keep a balance with different things and um, keep on staying persistent with those things. Because if you don't stay persistent, it's just like, you'll be right back at square one, you know? So I totally get that. I think that, that that's that's pretty good, man, having a, a good good balance of it. That's uh first and foremost, like the most important, you know, understanding the areas that you do well and um understanding that it's areas that you don't do as well in. And it's not about perfecting everything within life, you know, trying to perfect all the areas that you struggle with, but trying to make sure that the areas that matter the most that are struggle be attended to. Because there's going to be some areas in your life where you struggle with that don't really matter. It's like they're not really that important for you to be able to work on. It's like, all right, you can acknowledge that and be like, all right, 
that's just not a strong area, you know, but it's going to be areas where it's like crucial and like super important and you're struggling with it. And if you don't, you know, give attention and time to that, then like you say, it could be years down the line before, you know, you start to work on it and it won't be like too late, but it'll be, you know, a lot harder to deal with than it would have been if you would have took the time and the energy to be able to focus on those things a lot sooner. That's why, man, you know, this rebuild series that, that we've been doing, you know, uh, finance, fitness, family, faith, and freedom, you know, those are like five strong areas. That's pretty much every area of your life to deal with. And each month we're going, going over one of those things and, you know, giving a lot of, you know, information on it, a lot of different people speaking on them. So we're able to really dive in on pretty much all areas of our lives to be able to work on. If we were struggling with finances, it's like they got mad people coming in talking about credit repair, fixing your credit, uh, debt to income ratio, how to get homes, how to invest, how to do certain things. There were so many people that did that. And then we went to fitness, which I just thought fitness was going to be solely and purposely on like physical fitness, but it was more so on mental fitness. And they were saying like the critical part of mental fitness and how, uh, how valuable that is to be able to work on your mind and to make that correct so that, you know, it, it's a couple sayings that I live by. It's like, if you're not mentally ready, you can never be physically prepared. The body is a slave to the mind. So what happens is the mind has to be strengthened before the body can ever even be attended to. Because if you deal with the body before the mind, the body will shut down. But if you deal with the mind first and the body shuts down, you can still go because because your mind will continue to go beyond your physical limitations. So it's just, just things like that that um, that should be like paid attention to. And sometimes we're just not at a place where we feel mature enough to be able to work on those things or we're still at a place where we want to do what we want to do. But we just have to understand that it's not about it's not about us and doing what we want to do. It's about doing what we have to do and what's necessary because it's a whole world and a group of people that's dependent on us to know the things that we're supposed to know so that we can help them to get to where they need to be and go. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, like, like you said, I feel like another reason why a lot of people don't pay attention to each and every single area of their life, because with one area, they might try to be so perfect. You know what I'm saying? And we're never really going to reach a point of perfection. Like, I don't feel like that's ever really possible. You know what I'm saying? Like the only perfect person was Jesus. But at the same time, we can do what we can to at least make sure that it's dealt with and um, you're still growing in that as well. You know what I'm saying? But don't try to get to the point to where like it's just perfect. You know what I'm saying? But try to make sure that each and every single areas of your life is is dealt with so you don't have to really live in regret years and years later saying, man, I wish I would have dealt with that sooner. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I feel like that's, that's, that's definitely necessary, man, that like we start to be mentally prepared to tackle whatever we might be going through and just have the faith in God, knowing that, you know, he's, he's working through all this, but I feel like, um, at the end of the day, making sure that you're growing in each and every single, like, as, like I said, as people are constantly growing every single day, like our minds, like our state of being is constantly growing. 
You know what I'm saying? You don't want to degrow every single day when you're meant to grow, you know? So um, I feel like that's necessary for people to understand. Yeah, man, it's a having, having, a, having intention, intentionality to be able to do the things that are necessary. Like I said, it may not be what you want to do, but it's things that you have to do in order to get to where you need to be. You know, habits and routines and stuff like I get up at four o'clock in the morning. Like, I don't want to get up at four in the morning. Like, if I could sleep in every day, I would sleep in every day. But if I slept in every day, like, I could tell you that a lot of stuff that I get done by getting up at four in the morning, none of that would get done on a daily basis because by the time I got up, I would feel like I'm rushing and I'm having to get to stuff and take care of stuff that I could have done a long time ago. And in the process of me doing that, I'll miss out on, on everything. I'll miss out on, just say I slept in to like eight, nine o'clock. Like that's four or five hours of, of stuff that I've missed out on. So it's like every day that, that commitment into to doing that specific thing and getting up that early to take care of the stuff is possible. And then in the process, you know, I'm able to strengthen my mind and go out. And, you know, people are like, how are you able to do this? I'm able to do this because of this. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm just human. Like if I could do it, you could do it too. But you got to be willing, willing to do so. For sure, bro. But man, let's um, let's jump into this next one, man. Um, making sure that you have enough in the tank to help others. You know, so I want to start off with that one um, because it's like, you know, what I see and what I mean by having enough in your tank before you're able to help others is that being able to to work on the areas in your life that you struggle with, it, it's going back to those things, you know, being able to work on those things and being able to like work on yourself, being able to like, just say like you're, you're helping somebody on like love, but if you don't have enough love for yourself or enough love within you, how can you help someone? So like now that's not a full tank or that's not even a half tank because it's like, you don't have enough to give. So pretty much what you're giving out is, is not, is not like, the good that's supposed to go out it's like you're giving out air so what i mean by it is that you know being able to fill yourself with the things that that's necessary for you to be able to fill your tank to be able to help you to keep pushing to help you to to be able to keep moving forward and sometimes that requires you to kind of put things within yourself whether it's through videos and things like that or even through other people because what happens is we get filled through other people so we have to make sure that we're filled up, that we're filling ourselves up through other people, through videos, through things like that. And in the process of us doing that, we're able to use our fill up to be able to kind of empty it out a bit, not fully empty it out, but we have enough within us to be able to give away and to be able to give out. But it's almost as if like, if we compared it to a car, right? Like someone asks you to take them, you know, 35 minutes away, right? But your tank is on E. What do you have? Like, what kind of gas do you have to take them? But if someone asks you to take them 30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes away, and you had a half tank or even a full tank, you'll be able to go because you're kind of filled up enough to be able to help them out. So the same way I use that analogy with gas, we have to do that same thing within ourselves before we're able to go out and help other people. Because without it, it's it's almost like we're drained. Like we can't give we can't give out anything that's not there, if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense, man. You know, I see it as like, 
you know, like you're a cook, right? And um, you have all these people coming over for dinner and you want to feed them all these different things. But if you don't even got the ingredients yourself or if you don't even know how to do it yourself, how do you expect to serve others? You know what I'm saying? Like in life, we want to feed all these different people with with just different things to equip them, to bring them hope and just to really help them. But if there's not a help or support system yourself, it's just like you're going to fall as well, you know? And so, like, I feel like it's it's mandatory that we build a strong foundation and that we actually, like, make it a habit to really to really like help ourselves because if you try to help somebody but you don't even know how to fix the problem yourself is honestly like you're bringing false hope to someone or is honestly like you're bringing false help to them because at the end of the day how would you know what you're saying to them will work if you didn't even apply it to your own life you know what i'm saying and so i feel like constantly every single day before we try to help somebody before we try to really equip somebody we have to first look and look at ourselves, self-reflect ourselves, you know, like, um, in the past, like I would always help people. I'm always the person to help, help, help. But it was more in lines of where was my help at? You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I would get, I want to get frustrated, but I would kind of get disappointed when I didn't see other people like do what I try to help them to do. And not saying like I deserved it, but it was like, did I say something wrong? But I've realized it's just like, I didn't even help myself. Like I didn't live by what I was saying. I told them to give, don't give up, but I gave it myself, you know what I'm saying? And so like, I, I've realized to the point to where it's just like, I have to go to help, you know what I'm saying? I have to get help. Like, and like I said, God puts people in our lives. Like God is constantly giving us wisdom and understanding, but we have to seek it first. And the more that we seek wisdom and help for ourselves, then we'll be able to give that to somebody else. But it takes like a constant, like few, uh, fueling yourself so you can make sure like, okay, um, I can help you now because I help myself. That's why I love the verse, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all this righteousness shall be added to you. You can look at that verse um, from a spiritual perspective and also from just like an individual perspective. Look at it from there like as a basis. You can also look at it as, you know, doing the things that you're supposed to do and in the process of you doing what you're supposed to do is going to be things added to you that you're going to be able to use and how you're going to be helpful and useful because of doing that but man um let's get into this next one man um feeling like a failure because things aren't going your way so what you know when you hear that what does that make you think of yeah man so feel like a lot of people in life when we when we go through it you know we're going to always fail um, we're always going to fall and sometimes we want things to go our way and our way only you know and you know what I've realized is the more that I want things to happen my way I will never see it for the way that it's supposed to be if that makes sense like a lot of us, we try to go through life thinking like, okay, I just wanted to go like this, like this, like this. And the more that we want things our way, we will never even see the way that it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? So the moments to where like things are falling apart, you have to realize like, you know, maybe things are falling together. You know what I'm saying? Maybe my way wasn't the right way. Maybe this wasn't my way. But at the end of the day, don't think that you're a failure, but always be willing to, to, to get up. You know, we're, we're never really failure. You know, failure is not a, a um, 
a point of defeat, but failure gives us an opportunity to get up again and again and a chance after chance. You know what I'm saying? When I think about a lot of people that failed, if they never failed, if all they did was had victories, they'll never have any lessons learned. They'll never have a way to become stronger and they'll never have a way to really grow through this life without failure. I feel like failure is definitely an asset to have if you're using it in the right way. If you're using it to grow, then that's definitely like failure is probably your best friend. But if you're using failure as like, I'm going to give up, that's that's the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Failure constantly gives us women opportunity to become stronger, you know? So I feel like with that being said, um, know that in life we never really fail if we're using our failures to become greater, you know what I'm saying? And know that, you know, if we have the victory through Jesus Christ, we never really fail in life. If I, you know, I, I don't think we never really fail because we already got victory through him, you know what I'm saying? Now it's just a point of, you know, am I willing to use this failure to grow or am I willing to use this failure to to not grow? But at the end of the day, I want to don't think that you're a failure because things are not going your way. But always know that, you know, there's always a, a way and with a way comes direction. And with direction comes a destination. But first, you have to realize, like, there's always some type of way, even if that way is not your way. But don't ever think that you're a failure as well, because you don't want to get to this point of discouragement and and loss and loss of hope and all these different things, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it comes down to you know people saying there's wins and losses, but I believe there's wins and lessons. You know, I don't yeah. believe that there's ever a failure or a loss. You, you get lessons from that. You either win or you learn. And you know, God's word says that you know His ways are not our ways and His thoughts are not our thoughts. So it goes into saying like the things that are happening within our lives. At times, we see it from uh, one point and one perspective, and God sees it from somewhere totally different because he sees the big picture. He has the details and all the other stuff, but we look at it from just the simplicity of what we, we choose to see it from. And um, what made me really you know, want to put this, this topic out there, man, was what I felt was you know, just through the Holy Spirit speaking to me, at times, we could be so focused on things that are going wrong, like things that aren't going right. We could be like, you know, having all these different issues and stuff. And like myself personally, like I'm, I'm speaking from a perspective of, from myself, you know, I was focusing on all these different problems and things that were going wrong in my life. And I'm just like, man, like I'm a good person. I do this, I do that. Like why are these things so rough for me and for my life? And I'm focusing on them. And you know, and what I pretty much got from it was the more time you spend focusing on the uh, feeling like a failure and things not going right in the way that you think they should, you know, you're not giving me a chance to be able to operate and to show you who I am, you know? So I was spending time focusing on these things that weren't going right and weren't going the way that I wanted them to go. And God's like, you know, give it to me. If you, you give these things to me and let me work, then you'll start to see results from them. The more time you spend focusing on the problems, I can't give I give you a solution because I don't want to give the I can give you a solution, but because I love you so much, I don't want to give you a solution in the midst of you not even being in the right state of mind. Because if I give you a solution, you'll miss it. And I was just like, whoa, like that was that was huge. I'm like, so so stop focusing on the the feeling like a failure or things going wrong or this but give it to God and allow him to give, to, to free you up from these things because he's not going to free you up while your mind is not together and right. 
but he wants to free you up once you have a stable mind to be able to to acknowledge it, to accept it, and to appreciate what's been done. So, man, I, I just say that, you know, with problems, it's, it's not easy. You know, the saying is if it was easy, everybody would do it. But it's like, it goes back to what we were saying earlier, but it's necessary. It, it's something that needs to be instrumental within your life to be able to get to where you need to be. You got to do some things that you don't want to do. Like people say, oh, it's easier said than done. Yeah, you're right. It's, it, a lot of things are easier said than done. So it gets to a matter of, of not saying it anymore, but actually practicing it. It's like, all right, now, once these words come out of my mouth to you, now you take the words that I've given you and make it applicable and put those steps into action. It's like, all right, how do I stop stressing? Start looking up things that, you know, that could take you away from stress. Start um, taking away those things that are stressing you out. Start listening to positive, motivational things. Start to start putting yourself in a more positive environment. Start you know, doing things that make you happy, that take you away from those stresses. And in the midst of you taking yourself away from those stresses, God will start to operate and start to change your situations around because he's not going to change it until you move from that state of mind. And that's just, you know, what I, what I got from it, man, feeling like a failure, you know, um, because things aren't going your way and life, you know, he promised that life will be good, but he didn't promise that life will be easy. It'll be it'll be good, but it won't be easy. So that just means that the more things we, we go through, the more we grow, the more our faith grows, man. The more, you know, the different levels that we get to. They have a saying that if you want uh, if you want more success, get more problems. And that sounds crazy, but it's just like, you know, in order to get success, like you have to go through stuff. So it's like, you don't get it until you go through it. So now it's like, all right, how do I get to another level? Well, get some more problems and learn how to deal with those. And then you'll start to go to different levels. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, I feel like with every wall that we hit or every lesson that we learned, we can look at it and be like, it was, it was a lesson. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't a failure, but it was a, it was an opportunity for me to see something the way I didn't expect to see it, you know? I feel like a lot of us, we look at failures and pain, and it, it helps us to give us a new perspective in life, realizing that it's not intended for me to be hurt, but it's intended for me to grow, and sometimes it's going to have to take hurt, but that doesn't mean that hurt is against you. It has to mean that hurt is for you as well, you know? So I feel like God is going to um, take us through a lot of things, or he's going to be through us uh, through a lot of things, but at the end of the day, we have to know that his mighty hand is still on us. You know what I'm saying? And that he, like the word does say he's for us and not against us. You know, so when we get up in against the wall, we have to look at it and be like, okay, it's it's just it's this pain that is 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 inflicted on me that is is it causing me to to be hurt or is this God trying to work something through me? You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, we have to always realize that we are we're never alone through these battles as well. You know, so never feel like you're a, a failure. Um, just know that you're a, a work of art. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what's funny is, man, it's like they got so many different songs and things out there, right? We're we're so focusing on, you know, the Cardi B song or Meg Thee Stallion or whoever it is that's that's popular right now that we miss that they actually have songs out there to help us to deal with life. You know, it's one uh, I'll never walk alone with you by my side. 
you know, and they have one that I'm going to see the victory because the battle's already won. You know, they have songs that are literally speaking to us, like speaking life into us in the midst of the situations that we're going through. But because we choose to either not see them or ignore them or to go for the things that we want to go, we, we eventually like don't get the help that we need because we're so focused on the, the instant gratification and feeling good. We're not uh, focused on the delayed gratification and us being able to get what's necessary that's going to help us with the problems and situations that we have and that we face in life. We got to learn to back away from the things that we like and we want because a lot of times those things that we like and we want aren't beneficial or helpful for our lives. You know, and especially when it comes to talking about like the mindset and the way that you think with those things that you want and you like, they're actually harming you. They're doing more harm than good because you feel good because you like it, but then you struggle mentally. You can't sleep at night or you have all these negative thoughts and you're always scary because you're putting all this stuff that's within you. But if you was to take that stuff away, then you will be able to live the life that you want to live by putting the results and the things in place. You know, we kind of talked about this a bit in our accountability group when I was saying that, you know, a lot of stuff that you that you have and that you watch, like the, the music that you're listening to, the TV shows that you watch, like you're going to have to take that stuff away. I was saying that like, it's a lot of those things that I love and I enjoy, but it's like, because it has things that I know I struggle with, I can't watch it. I can't deal with it. I have to take it away from me because it, it's harmful. Now I got to do the thing. It's like, all right, how do I replace this with like positive speaking, like speaking life into me and doing this. So when something goes wrong or doesn't go the way that I want it to go, I have power to speak into that situation through what I put inside of me. You can only put out what you put in. So you can't, you can't put out something that you don't have already within you. So it's like you say, you know, you're a negative person. You watch reality TV, you do this, you do that. But you say you want to put out positivity. It's just not possible. It's like, you know, uh, us wanting to, you know, we're drinking, we're drinking sodas and we're doing this. And we're like, you know, we want to be nutritious and stuff on the inside. But because all the bad stuff that we're putting inside of us, you know, we, we put out bad. Like we put in bad, we put out bad. But we say like, I want to put smoothies and healthy ingredients and greens and this type of stuff. We put it in so we get out, you know, what we put in. For sure, bro. But, man, let's get into this last and final um, topic, man. Just uh, praise reports, man. You know, what What has happened in your life that, that's been either – something that you didn't expect it, something that was supernatural, something that, that God did and you knew he did it because how it happened and when it happened, like you knew that that man could have done this, like this was from God, yeah. like this blessing or whatever that happened. Yeah, for sure, man. So um, I feel like one thing that God has really been just – working through my life and something supernatural that happened quite a few things, but I'm just going to go off the one I can really think of top of my head is this car, man. I know I speak about it a lot, man, but when I tell you, man, like it's nothing but God and had, this has been nothing but a blessing too. Um, Cause like I said, the car was about $2,000 up above my price range. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I have faith and trust in him about this car 
And um, man, like, I'm telling you, like when the dude came back and said, you know what, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bump it down to this price. It was like the, the price literally what we had um, just to pay for that car, man. And it's been nothing but a blessing, man. It's been taking me to places to, to truly do projects and minister to people, to take me places. Like I don't have to worry about like, you know, my mom picking me up and wasting gas. Like this has been nothing but a blessing. Like it's paid off in everything too. With low mileage, I was like, you know what, this is this is definitely nothing but God, man. Um, I feel like that was definitely a, a supernatural blessing that God has for me in my life. Um, you know, I, I'm not trying to get like too depressing, but one thing that God has really taught me to to do is um, it's just to realize that you know, through him, all things are possible. Uh, and through him, like, he's the one that gives wisdom. He's the one that gives understanding. And, like, some things will happen, but it teaches you how to become strong. Because I had a, I lost a friend uh, due to suicide maybe, like, in the beginning of January. And, like, it, it kind of hurt me because it was more lines of, like, uh, like, because I always try to help this person, of course, by myself. So, I mean, I can't really blame nobody, but I was like, dang, this really happened to because of me, because of me. And like, God, I realized, you know, I, one I thing I've realized, and this has been one of the biggest lessons is like, it's never your fault, you know? And I, I don't know why, but I feel like that was just such a, I needed to hear that. And I feel like that's a big like thing that God has taught me and blessed me with, because like, I feel like a lot of us, we go through, we just put the blame so much on ourselves and we're putting burdens out that's not even intended for us to carry. You know what I'm saying? We have to give that to Jesus, you know? So I want to say, like, yeah, I, I would say that's supernatural. I, I feel like that was just, like, I want to say, like, a supernatural blessing, but I would think that was a big blessing for God to put on my life because I promise you, like, countlessly before, always thinking, like, it was my fault, my fault, my fault. But God realized, like, it's never your fault, you know? And, like, we have to stop carrying burdens that's not intended for us to carry. Uh so I say the blessing, supernatural, the car, and just a big lesson that God has taught me um, was that. So those are two things I had. But for me, man, it, it's been just the whole, you know, COVID-19 thing. You know, God has been able to, like, speak to me in ways that I wasn't, that I wasn't ready to listen to beforehand. So it's like, you know, you have to stop, stop things from functioning and happening. And like to keep you still, you know, like his word says, be still and know that I'm God, you know, be still like I'm going to take care of these things. And, you know, in the midst of that, man, I can say that he's transformed me just in general to getting up at four o'clock in the morning to spending more time with him, wanting to do it, being intentional. You know, like I always we always say that God's ahead of our lives, but like we say one thing and our actions are another. But. He is really starting to show me how to put them first, like how to really not say it, but to actually mean it and to have the steps and to be doing the things to actually mean it. So they both align, the intentions and the actions align. And man, just helping me to like start my own business, man. Just like, I would have never thought of this. Like he gave me the confidence to kind of go in and almost empty, you know, me and my wife's uh, emergency fund to kind of invest in myself within, you know, my coaching business and stuff and 
having a lot of car issues, man. Like I've been having a lot of car issues. So for y'all that, that I've heard or haven't heard, like, so I make my money through like rideshare driving through like Uber and Lyft. And I've been doing that for the past like three or four years. And that was God's way of wanting me to do that, to be able to, to speak to people more. I just thought, you know, a lot of people see it as, oh, it's just a driver. It's like, no, this is actually a platform for me, not only for my business, but it's a platform for me to minister to people, to be able to, to, to tell them, you know, how much God loves them, the sacrifice that Jesus made for them and that stuff. So that's been a huge blessing, getting me a, getting me, uh, giving me a platform uh, to talk and to meet with people that I would have never have met with before if they didn't get into my vehicle and to just really help people. And, um, man, uh, one big thing was, man, it was, it was two things involving my car. Like it was, you know, one time where I took my vehicle to the dealership and I got charged 200 and something dollars and they didn't do anything with it. And so that was pretty much a struggle. I'm like, I don't have any money for gas, you know, for any of that. And the vehicle is pretty much not functioning. So it's like a double loss. How do I deal with this? How do I make money? Because without it, I can't, you know, make money, the money that I need to make until like the business and stuff takes off. And so what happened was God started to slowly but surely work because I prayed, you know, asking shall be given, seeking you shall find, knocking the door shall be opened to you. But because I did that, God started to slowly but surely work things out in like 24 to 48 hours. So what he did was, you know, uh, my wife told me that, I ended up getting a ride. You know, I ended up, my wife was like, you can drive my car. So I was still able to make a little bit of money by driving her vehicle. And I was able to make like an additional $120 through this, like through these people that I was picking up and dropping off. So that was a huge blessing there, $120 there. And then like the next day, my wife was like checking her account, checking, uh, you know, her, her check because she could see it like days in advance. And she was like, um, you know, I was going to use uh, this money to pay towards the credit card bills or whatever, but I see I'm offering it to you because I know you got these vehicle issues and I just want to be of help and assistance. And instantly, bro, I just started crying because I'm like, it's nothing but God, like being able to, to do that, like in the midst of me having like all these losses that I'm thinking I'm taking that I don't have nothing to be able to, to fix these situations, well, how am I going to get through them? He blessed me like twice in two days and then I was able to get that fixed uh, for a much cheaper rate than they said it would be. So he started working in like five or six different areas. And then recently, like last week, I want to say Thursday, another issue was, you know, it wasn't really an issue. It was a Thursday morning. I was praying and I was just like, you know, Father, I've been faithful and, and tithing. I've been faithful in doing the things that I'm supposed to do you know, just going to him with his word, you know, study to show yourself, yourself approved and giving, speaking God's word back to him. He wants us to do that. So when I was doing that, I was just like, I was like, God, my finances are right. I need, I need you to make a way for me to make at least 200 plus dollars today. Like I need this to happen. And I was asking and praying. And you know, what happened was I was driving probably about three, four hours. I made probably about $80. And before you know it, you know, it was a ride that came up that was an XL ride. And it was like 270 something miles. And I'm like, all right, I'm just thinking, not really knowing too much of what it is. I picked up this lady, um, you know, she was driving to her father's house and she was pregnant and, and all that. So what God did was he allowed me to pick her up 
to give her like all the information and feedback that she needed. So it was purpose. It was purpose that I was supposed to pick her up and to be her driver and to talk to her and to let her know that everything was going to be okay and to teach her about God and to just really encourage and motivate her in that. And after, you know, dropping her off, you know, I was happy, happened to be able to see what the price of that was. It ended up being like 470 something dollars. And I was like, man, like that was a blessing because I asked for one thing and God was so good that he doubled what I asked for. And he ended up making it, you know, two and a half times the size of what I asked for. And I'm just like, man, like I can't, I can't really describe that, but it's just like that happened to me because I asked for, and that was, what God did within my life. And the reason why I wanted to bring this praise report to the podcast was because I know that it's a lot of people that are struggling and dealing with things that they don't know how they're going to come out of. But we gave you all scenarios and situations and things that happen within our lives that God did for us that he can do for you all. And he doesn't love us more than he loves y'all. Like he loves you all just as much as he loves us. Like he loves us all the same. So if he can do it for us, he could do it for you. But what you have to do is to be intentional on understanding his word and listening and understanding him. So when it's something that you want and you're struggling with, you bring it to him and he's able to deal with it. That's the whole point in, you know, in this topic right here. And hopefully it's helpful and beneficial and you can find some things to make uh, applicable to your life and change up some situations that's within your life and allow God to like take over because he, he did it a couple times within all of our lives. And whether you choose to see that he's done it within your life or not, he's already done it several times, but just acknowledge it now and use that uh, going forward to become better. For sure, bro. You know, I feel like, honestly, man, one supernatural blessing that not only happened with me and you, but with everybody is where God positioned us. You know what I'm saying? We're all positioned at different places. And I feel like God positions you to where, like, not only love, but with your your coaching, you can go out and really minister. With me, like, you know, going out and ministering, giving, giving us a platform to speak. But, like, with everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like wherever God positions us, I feel like that's a supernatural thing by itself because now that gives us opportunity to bring glory to him. So not only, no matter if God puts us in the worst situations, no matter if God puts us in work or school, or no matter where we might be at, it's just like, I feel like wherever God position is at, he's given us an opportunity like, okay, you know, do it unto me. You know, everything that we do, do it unto God, you know? So I feel like wherever we're positioned at, we have to realize like, how can I bring glory to God to this? Or how can I praise him? Or how can I worship him? No matter if life is good or no matter if it's bad, just wherever you are positioned, always have your eyes on him, you know? And I feel like that itself is just a blessing um, by itself. But you're definitely right about that, man. Um, so, like, we said this just to let y'all know, like, you know, God loves you as well. Like he, like you said, we, he loves us all, you know, for he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Um, and so I feel like with that being said, um, just, just we're saying this just to let y'all know, like, y'all can make it through as well. We're not just trying to say, we're not, whatever we say on the podcast, like, you know, it's not for just us to sound knowledgeable. Like, no, we have to actually live by these things. We either have lived by these things or is living by these things or will live by these things. But at the end of the day, we, we try our best to apply it, you know? So. Yeah, man, this was a, 
I think this was a very informative podcast for people. So hopefully, you know, you, you guys really get something from this and you're able to share it with the people that need it. Like, you know, it's one thing to just be sharing it, just to be sharing it, but like really bring it and take it to the people that need it. Like we talk about certain things and some people may not be dealing with some of the things we're talking about in particular times, but you know, I'm pretty sure there is people that are dealing with and struggling with some of these situations. Just allow them to see this and to really hear it and to really get an understanding of, you know, their, their personal lives. And we, we do this for you guys. We do this to, to help you to bring information, knowledge, encouragement, and to make it, you know, make it real because it, it's our lives that we're, we're talking about on here and the things that we go through on a regular basis. And we just give it to you all to, to help y'all, you know, change y'all's lives. For sure, bro. Man, was there anything else you wanted to leave the people off with before we, you know, end it for the day? Uh, nah, I don't think I have anything else, man. Well, that's about all the time we have for the day, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a blessed one.